Welcome back, D Gen Y C. Uh, we need to have like an intro where it's a lot of like rappers, but I want Birdman's like D Gen Y C, or or no, you maybe I I need Jay to kiss being like <laughs> that's what I need. You need Jay to come in just that you need just like I just want like a bunch of like reggaeton horns and sirens in the background. Yeah, so, it's you know, week, week uh five, five, four, five, week five. We're gonna say okay. it's five because West Virginia is three and one. Wait, there was a week zero. Oh yeah, what week is this? I think it's week four. Yeah, because it's week three. The wait, they've played three games of the NFL, so it would be week five. Because it's, it's ahead of, and there's week zero. Hold on, it's week five. All right, week five. It week is. five. Roll tape. <laughs> Roll tape. Oh man, how are you tonight? Are you good? Doing good, bro. I'm doing good. Uh, you know what? It's it's these these two days without football that kill me. It's like you know you have your Monday night and then you have your Tuesday Wednesday. It's just I feel lost. I feel like I don't I'm know lost. what I'm supposed to do. Yeah, I don't know what I like. I don't know what I'm supposed to gamble on. Like I'm just yeah. like paying bums to like fight in the street. And I'm like I lost a know. unit on foreign soccer today. That's that. Most soccer is foreign, so that's uh yeah yeah that's a good point. That's point. But. To be honest, man, I'm doing good. I think we've had another we had another strong week. Yeah. Uh, anything new with you before I dive into a recap? Which I think you're going to be pleasantly surprised. I'm going to be like basically polishing you this whole recap because you were hot. Uh, I've been sick bad, bro. Everyone I know is getting sick. I'm starting. To th- I think the Roner 3.0 is coming around. I think it might have been Rona, bro. I think I think the Roner's coming off the edge like Micah Parsons, bro. We're just, <laughs> if we're just it, it's just go. exploding off the ball. We'll be we'll be listening to this podcast in three weeks in a bunker. Everyone will be like, there it is. Do you uh I'm trying to think. Uh so Friday night I started feeling like not a hundred percent. Yeah. And Saturday I felt horrible, but it was football, so I locked in and like, you know, I could do what I did. Yeah. Sunday was bad. Sunday we felt bad. Monday, Tuesday, horrific. And you, and you know what? You powered through and you're here on Wednesday, which is I'm great. here on Wednesday. And my sure my boss is like, why aren't you coming in today? And I was like, well, I'm getting my stuff done from home. I need to find a new job, bro. They don't respect me there. No. I mean, you've been there for what? You've been there for like a year and a half, two years, right? Yeah, it's time. To, I mean, I've loosely applied to other places, but like, it's also weird because I don't want to do the same type of career. So I need to make a yeah. career change. I don't know if that means a money drop, which I would not like. Not optimal. I mean, with how much money you're making off the, you know, and your second job, does it matter? Maybe you're your own boss. Maybe you need to just fully focus on this. That's a good point. I am doing pretty well on my side hustle. Better returns than the S&P. I mean, sir, if we were talking about if this, if the DJ NYC pod was an investment, if we were an investment firm, it would be unbelievable. I mean, the returns people would, we would be getting investigated every day because they said there's no way you can reproduce these returns. These are Ponzi scheme level. These are made off level returns. Yeah. I mean, with that, just the perfect segue. That's why you're the host. Because what a segue! Can I can yeah. I do a quick recap of last week? How it went for those keeping take, track. Take, take the floor. Well, Yenzer, uh, you can't go broke taking a profit, and last week is a true example of that. Up zero point five units. So there we go, half a unit, little, little micro unit right there. It's not the size of your unit; it's how you use it. That's fine. So, um, basically, last week BYU plus nine. That was a loss. BYU letting up two defensive touchdowns. Yeah, it was tough. And failing in the red zone on the last drive. Uh, that'll that'll cost you a nine unit or a plus nine. I had Notre Dame plus nine and a half, A and M minus one point five two unit winner. These alt parlays are back. I I swear they're I'm back. Like, are they back? I'm back. Won it already. Yeah. Utah minus four and a half, easy winner. Uh, TC over thirty four and a half, 
they landed at 34. That hurts. And Milrow, uh, anytime to score, he was in the red yeah, zone. He didn't, he didn't punch it in. The TCU one, man, at 34, and they went for two and didn't get it, so that hurts. But uh, up 0.5 units. Uh, I believe I'm sitting right now at around uh, – God, what am I at? I think I'm – I think I'm around seven units even. I think I'm seven even. Wow. Frankie, Frankie Dimes, an unbelievable weekend. Let me run these through. Oklahoma minus 13 and a half, two units. We talked about it two weeks ago and why it's so important to play these numbers when you give them. That landed at, it landed 14. at 14. That landed at 14 on Saturday. And he a lot of people a lot there. of people got the number at 14. Yeah, I, a, push, a push is better than a, a push loss. is a win. Yeah, a push is a win, but you know what else is a win? Fat W. Yeah. Virtual minus, uh, what is it, minus five, winner, yeah. easy winner. Um, you had UNC minus seven and a half winner, uh, wake over what I think it was in the fifties. That, that was a loser. That one sucked. I watched, I watched a lot of that. I felt I honestly, it scares me that Georgia tech handled wake the way they did the wreckage. And then what I, was the other one you had who Maryland minus six. Yeah. Maryland minus six. So Frankie dimes last week went four and one up, uh, up around nine units, which is insane. And uh, we are totally on the year. We're averaging about uh, about 19 units. Uh, so <laughs> 19. if we if you were a 19 bajillion dollar better, you would own you own the galaxy. You own the galaxy. That's what we're trying to explain to you. Elon Musk could be serving you breakfast. You just, I told you I told you I'm the king of the Mid-Atlantic. I know these teams. By the end it. of this by the end of this football season, I might actually own the Mid-Atlantic. You might own it. You texted me Saturday morning about a hurricane like fucking Jim Cantori. You're like, "Well, there's not looking good." I'm like, "I'm fucking I don't know what to tell you." Frank. Like, <laughs> I did. Yeah. Dude, I've been yeah. looking at weather models for the triangle, you know? Uh, what is that? Raleigh, Durham, Winston-Salem, yep. Chapel Hill, all that. I think that's the triangle. Chapel like, Thrill. Chapel Thrill. Yeah. Uh I was looking at all that stuff. I was like, weather's not looking good. But oh, it didn't matter. It didn't matter. Listen, nothing can stop us. That's all we're saying. I what mean, jersey this- is that, by the way? You got a jersey on. You're like Stump the Schwab. You like when I'm rocking these? Yeah, and remember say, that uh, autistic guy on ESPN that was like, mm, it was Mickey Mantle. He was great, dude. Do you think, let me ask you, that's a good side note. Do you think that dude ever got any cutty? Like, who, like, who would? <laughs> I thought like, about that yesterday, bro. Like, cause, like, I thought about that yesterday because I was like, no chance. But the thing is, there's got to be like an ESPN groupies. Because, you know, like Chris, like the bear Felica, he might have got some like road tail. Like, he's some, happily like, married, the bear. Whatever. Like, he, listen. But he's a fox guy now because I don't care. He was like, like, he got one of Herb Street's leftovers guaranteed. <laughs> like. They went to Herb Street. Herbie, Herbie was the boy. He passed it off the Corso. Corso was barely alive. So I tell just... you, I tell you, who probably slayed more than anybody was Fowler. Yeah, he's got that Richard Gear thing going on. Fowler's Fowler. I thought you were gonna go David Paul, like him and his like bionic neck, but no. Nah, he's a Christian guy. He's a God guy. Like he got he fired from ESPN. He was like, God provides. Like he says some stuff like that. Wow, that's like a, that's like a receiver after he gets shut out in a game. He's like he's like the enemies will reveal themselves in like the smoke emoji. <laughs> I love, love when football players tweet the dumbest stuff, bro. I love when like he's like the he's like he's like I guess he's like the cauldron will empty, and you're just like, oh, yeah, the dude with like two targets for like minus six yards. And I got to- <laughs> He's fine. Just feed it's him. Like, it's like he's talking about his position coach or like the grad assistant that like threw balls to him that week. He's like snakes in the grass. Oh, I love that. Yeah. You know what else? This is kind of off topic. You know what I love? I just love like I just love the fact that receivers are just so like nowhere else in the world can you act like a wide receiver and get rewarded. Like the Eagles were kicking the shit out of some team and AJ Brown still threw a bitch fit. And then yeah. the next week they fed him like 13 targets. Like, could you imagine at work if you just had like a meeting and like no one like asked your input and then you just like chewed out like your boss for a week and the next week they're like, here, he's going to lead the meeting. Let him cook. Like, I just love it. 
like receivers are just a completely different breed i I just as a as you know former as a man just no hands team like i don't know i can't relate but they asked me to play receiver because of my height and speed uh the mentality didn't have the mentality now that being said i am a head case so i was perfect for the role of kicker for the football that's true that's true you were never in the huddle like frank like frankie down's got to get his like and they're like frank we just got to kneel the ball you're like i need mine I did have to There's call play. Game. I did have to call kickoff coverages in the huddle. And there was a couple times because my special teams coordinator. So I had two coordinators technically. Uh, when you have two coordinators, you had none. But one of them was a long snapper for West Virginia for years during when they were actually good uh, during that whole run. And then he played the NFL for like a day. And then, uh, and then uh, the other guy was a linebacker at Wyoming. Go Cowboys. They covered. I had them off pod. What an incredible oh. cover that was. No. Uh, and uh, he he played linebacker at Wyoming, played special teams there, and he was just like a mercenary guy, just like wanted like knew the coverages, but just wanted people to kill people. That was his thing. Right. I mean, Long snapper guy was more the technical guy. And there mean, was a couple, sorry, there was a couple instances he would always hold us on the sideline until like the play clock was running down on kickoff and wait to see what they set up in, and he'd be like, okay, go out there and get set. And then he would like tell us the play. I'd huddle us up. I'd say deep right pop over squib middle this that call the coverage there was a couple of times where he was calling it and i hear frank, frank, from the sideline and i look over and he's giving me signals for a different kickoff coverage and i'm having to like relay that back in we were playing our rival one time and i forgot my sense of direction and i did this like it was backyard football i was like okay guys we're going corner kick to that side and i'm doing like a thumb motion hiding my hand from the sideline so we're going we didn't get the onside kick at all but i do remember that uh having to do that also we almost got delay of game on kickoff every time i mean i thought they would have just told you just boot it out of the back of the end zone frankie just fucking leg it through but they told me that they only told me that two times all season and they and i got a touchback and then they're like if if i set you up with a 30-yard field goal could tries, I make it right make now? It. Absolutely. Make it right now. Yeah. What's your rate? 35 yards? 37 yards. Gosh. My legs are in good shape. It's the kick- the kicking stamina. I probably wouldn't have, though, is the thing. I haven't kicked a ball in so long. But, like, as far as muscular aspect and, like, leg stamina, like, yeah. I, like, that my legs are probably in better shape than they were. I just, like, gosh, that's a good question. I could probably make a 35-yarder right now. The ladies at home are sweating thinking about that muscular leg stamina right now. They're just thinking about it. Quad they're squad. Just, they're just like they're just like telling themselves off. They're like, I bet he could make a 42 if it was into the wind. Like, yeah. Yeah. My longest was 47. It's pretty long for high school. Yeah, it was pretty impressive. It was pretty you're, impressive. You're, I had no, you know how stupid I am? I had zero desire to play college football. You would have loved it. I would have I would have hated it, bro. I would have loved to fade you. I would have been like, I'd be like, there's this kid. At like at like Akron University and the yeah I probably I was FCS I was definitely FCS level. I'm like this kid has the worst case of the yips I've ever seen. I'd have probably been a billionaire brofing it off. You'd have seen you walking out shaking on the rock, asking the ref. You'd have been like, well, he wanted to tackle me, so I just let it. I didn't want to get in his face. I'm playing. I'm playing for uh, Columbia. Actually, no, that's an Ivy League. Never mind. Uh, yeah, I just realized what I said. Playing for the Richmond Spiders. That'd be a tough team. That's probably more my speed. You at Shippensburg. Nailing that extra point. That's NA. What that, what is Shippensburg? That isn't that NAIA. Still pays. <laughs> they got that NIL money, buddy. 
did you ever dude speaking of weird division two football yeah when are the bears going to transition to that guy that went to shepherd did you know that honestly i think that guy balled oh, yeah, out yeah, in the was... preseason yeah the yeah everybody's talking about that's why he uh everybody's pissed at um neil for not even looking at him yeah well yeah we could but... have a whole discussion you want to talk about neil for a second do i yeah, dude, say your piece because I know you have thoughts after Texas Tech. So say your piece. I mean, we we talked about the win. Yeah, I think it was a fine racked game. Up, racked up was, another one. It was another one. We'll see. Uh, I think you're gonna racked see up pick. another one. I think you're gonna see my picks a little bit. I don't think another one's coming, but uh, I don't know, man. That hot seat just turned into a cool throne. I or I hope they still fire him. <laughs> I t- <laughs> I tell you who's actually pumped up right now. This is like not even a joke. Is the administration at West Virginia realizing how much of a debt crisis we're in as a whole and realizing we might not have to pay this guy. Yeah. They're like, they're like, well, we just cut like every department ever, but you know what? Maybe we could have another six and seven football coach for another year. So what is, about run them? it back. The, the climb is so much more trusted. Well, let me ask you this. Cause we're not at the midway point of college football. We are at the quarter, right? We're at the quarter quarter mark. What have we learned from college? What have we learned? What have, what were we right on? What were we wrong on? Are you I was back at I was futures? told to not look at analytics until we uh October first. You get a sample, okay? You want to yeah. get like a so maybe after this week we'll dive into the like yards per play, like that sort of thing. Because that's where I'm. I'm loosely I'm... looking at it, but not so much. But we can talk about futures and where they stand right now, or we can talk about this uh, who we think is I'm on more just hashtag quit watch because like, we always like. Yeah, because that's why I always wonder, because we're at the point now where, like, we have some data and we have mm-hmm. some games and we have some eye tests for, you know, what do we think, what teams do we know we're going to fade, what teams are looking strong at the end? I know we've had a lot of really good bets where we're looking like, all right, this is new. We can change our mind from what we've seen in week one, week two. Like, right. even West Virginia, we're talking about, like, they might be a stronger team than we thought. Colorado, obviously, um, under slept on, but... Anything, any major thing that you've kind of adjusted? Because I was doing my picks this week, and now is the first time. Not I'm saying I'm gonna. I, I feel like I'm gonna win more, but now I feel like I have a better grasp of all the teams. Yeah, I think like 70, 80 teams where I kind of know what they are, at least know what they can give wow, you. Wow, 70, 80 is impressive. I mean, you gotta think we're watching. I'm watching. I'm watching a lot of ball. You're watching a lot of games, and you gotta think like you know, there's a decent amount of teams where if I don't know. T- maybe not. I'm not knowing who they're running out there every play, but I kind of know what they're about. I know what to expect when we're going in. Good point. But and that's where I think there's a couple games this week where, you know, we were talking last week how it's it's kind of nice to bet to get ahead of the number, but you don't really have time to study the matchups. Where I'm kind of going into this week and I'm kind of seeing the board how I look at. I'm seeing the NFL board where I'm like, okay, I know what these teams are. I'm starting to see lines that I don't agree with. Yeah, exactly. And I'm starting to pounce on those. Yeah, that's where it's coming into where it's less of. You know, in the in the pros, you can kind of see a game. You're like, all right, I think this is going to be a four games, four point spread. And it's a seven. You're like, hmm. You mm-hmm. know, maybe jump on that. But anything, anything major, anything that you're like, hey, yeah. I think this team needs to pay attention. Or who do you think title I, race? Th- Give me two teams that you oh, think are going to be in, like national championship. Yeah, two or three teams. I that put. You- I had. I had a like a. I had a couple ten dollar free bets from DraftKings. Yeah, I put them on Washington. That seems to be the team that's picking up steam. That's that dude. Three NFL type receivers. You got an NFL potential quarterback. Both the Washington teams are super fun to watch. The Apple yeah. Cup or what is it? Apple Cup, Governor's Cup. Something that's like gonna that. be that's gonna be an awesome game this year, bro. I'm still I'm still sticking on. I've been on Michigan pretty heavy, and I know a lot of they haven't really impressed, but I feel like Michigan is doing the 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 Alabama of old, where like they're not getting Quiet. out of second year. Yeah, and just 
And I've liked what I've seen. It just they're cons- the defense consistently allowing 10, 13 points. And it's still it's not a great number right now. I think it's plus five or six hundred. But I've been monitoring a lot of Michigan to make the playoff at like near even money bets. And I really like those. I think Michigan is mm. I think Michigan's a much better version of Notre Dame. And I've saw what they did at Ohio State. And I think they can keep Ohio State reined in. Okay. That's my that's my What do you long- think about Ohio State? Uh that was a great game. Um you know, Can you believe that Freeman only had 10 players on the field after a timeout? Two plays in a row. Two, two plays, plays in a row. Two plays in a row. And, you know, it, it's it's one of those things where that just shows you, you know, obviously it's a young coach. He's not, you know, there's something where they were like, okay, we knew about it, which he's covering for a quality control coach that didn't know it was there. Exactly. But or he's covering for he, Al Golden. Yeah, he's covering for your boy. If, yeah. If, at any point, though, like this is just basic coaching. If you know there's – if it's – Anything within three yards and you're not 100% sure, you commit a penalty. That's the same with pass interference. It's the same with defensive holding. That's the same with offside. So if you have 10 guys or the, or let's say you don't have enough time to sub or you have the wrong players in on a package, move the ball up four, six inches and just touch the guy. Now, the thing is you can't jump offsides because they can run a play. So you need to touch the guy. So everybody was saying like, oh, they need to just jump. No, no, no. You need to just go across that huddle and just end the play. Unavated to the quarterback. Six inches. I mean, yeah. And it's just that's what you got to do, or basically just as soon as the play goes, just or if your defense back, hug the receiver like right yeah. before the play, yeah. get that flag. Uh, hindsight's twenty twenty. They're all preparing for different things, but I I think that game actually played out exactly how I thought. I didn't think it was going to be a blowout either way. Um, I showed you the ticket I had. I had Notre Dame plus nine and a half, and I had Ohio State money line. Yeah, so I kind of muddled that. So that was something we expected. Um, but. I don't know. Ohio State, I was expecting more out of those receivers against Notre Dame. I think Notre Dame's got a really good corner, but yeah, Hartman was the thing that disappointed me a little bit. The fact that he couldn't break that game open a little bit was kind of I don't know, man. You look at that last drive, the calls from Gerard Parker were very, very conservative. Looked like something Neil Brown would do and didn't give them the chance to close the game out. They had the chance to close the game out. Mm -hmm. And how many times have we seen where, and that was the biggest pick on Hartman was, you know, he's little little loose with the ball but against Ohio State you kind of got to play to win you can't this is I think Notre Dame's so used to playing these teams where they can just hammer that nail that they just want to keep the ball and limit the mistakes but against Ohio State you kind of got to go big so yeah man. that was what I expected I have a tough environment for Notre Dame I still think Notre Dame's a good team I think they're actually going to bounce back this week but uh that game kind of played off how I thought it would so I wasn't okay. too sure for the result I have a question for you give it to me can you name me a couple teams that you have on your personal hashtag quit watch list teams that uh, you think are teetering on the brink of implosion? Maybe coaches on the way out. Maybe players you think have given up. Or maybe the uh, season Purdue, just isn't what it is. Purdue. Purdue's on quit watch. Purdue. Purdue. I don't like watching. First year, first year head coach. First year head it's, coach. It's Purdue. Honestly, Purdue and Illinois, which is the game I looked at this week. I'm pretty much done with both of them. That wow. Illinois FAU game was disgusting. I know it's a sandwich game. Purdue, Illinois, I'm done with. Uh, Virginia Tech, I don't want to watch any more of. Virginia Tech is on quit watch. It's like yeah, bad, they're bad. Just, they're bad. Um, I saw it the whole way. It's still, it's still early in the year that we haven't seen teams giving up. But as far as it goes, those well, are. We got this, well, this week's interesting with Virginia Tech. Yeah. Because they're Virginia. playing Pitt. Yeah. And, and if Pitt loses this game, that's major quit watch. I, honestly, that's definitely a, like a loser leaves town match. That Purdue yeah. or that uh, the the Pitt Virginia Tech game that could decide which Indiana which to me is on quit watch. I never was into them in the beginning. I well, think... no, I'm not. I'm just saying like they could mentally check out. Yeah. They just got taken mm-hmm. to the wire by Akron last week. Taken think... to the overtime by Akron. I think Michigan State's on that list with everything oh, going around. Mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you got to think 
a game, a pick that's not going to be B1 on my board. G but ben I over here, Big Ben. Man, I think I'm hating on him, but I think Iowa's really going to take care of business against Michigan State. And yeah. I think if Iowa beats them 28, 30, nothing, 28 to 7, I think that team will quit. So I'm actually looking at a couple Iowa plays. That was almost my last play. Has Arizona so, State quit or are they too young? Or do you know? Um, I thought they showed a little bit more fight than I thought they would. Let me like see. everyone was kind of everybody was kind of saying Arizona State was going to be a 30, 40 point beating every game. So um, I don't know. I, I feel like at this point they sucked against great. Oklahoma State. I watched every second of the game. They sucked against Fresno State, got blanked, and then they put up a decent fight against USC. Yeah, is that's what I mean. Be... So I'm not counting them up, but once again, expectations low. Oh, I think their quarterback is back. That kid, uh, Brent Pry. I think he's back. Mm. He was hurt. Mm. Yeah, Drew Pine, not Brent Pry. I'm stupid. Yeah, Drew, Drew Pine, and he he had a decent game. I think quite the opposite though. What you were saying, teams have quit on. I think teams that we have like fully just invested in, like the Pac-12 is incredible. The Pac-12 like, is awesome. Every week, there's five or six games in the Pac-12 where I'm like, I kind of want to watch those. The like, Oregon maybe. State Wazoo, which I was on the right yeah. side of, was awesome. Sure. And I mean, you just look at, you have Colorado, USC, Oregon, Washington State, Washington. I mean, Utah, like the, just Utah great. is playing their backup quarterback, potentially third stringer in like murking teams. Yeah. And it's yeah. not like they're not blowing them out, but like yeah. you're not scoring on them. Rising might be back this week. I know he said that that's like a that's like our default hashtag is rising might be back, but I think <laughs> hashtag hashtag bad moon rising. Bad moon rising. But let me ask you, uh anything else before we get into these picks? Because I got some I got some heaters this week. What do you I'm think about good. I don't want to talk about conference realignment where people are saying that FSU and Clemson are like out. I don't know if you saw yeah. that today, but yeah, FSU's been saying they've been out for a while. I don't want to talk about that. I do want to talk about uh the Big 12 real quick. And I do want your opinion on mm-hmm. um, who may actually be the like number. West Virginia is obviously not the worst team in the league. I think it's obvious. No. Who do you think um, is the worst team in the league? You could hear an argument for Iowa State. Yeah. You could hear an argument for Houston. Houston. You could hear an argument for Texas Tech. Who do you think? Uh, I am under the assumption that it will be Iowa State. I think it's Iowa State, and which is crazy to think because a couple years ago, uh, Iowa State was seen as the perpetual team on the rise. But Iowa State had already has uh, a conference win. They beat Oklahoma State. Yeah, uh, Oklahoma State's pretty bad this year too. Um, I don't know the. But people say ball, Baylor. People say Baylor. Like this, this whole maybe it's maybe this is a league where everyone beats each other up. Maybe that's what it I is. think. This is. I think it's a league of mediocrity, and I think it's it's a year where if God, if West Virginia had a great team, God, which, it would be I mean, it would be an awesome. It would be a layup championship bid. The thing is, there is a chance, and this is a this is no. A our schedule's so bad, we could make the playoff or not yeah. the play. Sorry, excuse me, not the playoff, but yeah, there is. If Garrett Green comes back. And the yes. offense, the problem is the receiver room is just not good. That's, they can't get open. They can't get open. So if you had if you had last year's receivers with this team and this defense, you'd probably have an eight or nine win team. But you had three guys on that receiving core that were disgusting. You had Prather, Ford Wheaton, and who, Sam, Sam James. James. And uh, you know that this year you're running out. You know, dudes. Cole with, Taylor. Like, Cole Taylor's our best receiver. Cole Taylor's our best. You're running up dudes that look like, I don't know, like like Tyler Hero haircuts and like every middle schooler in the world, like with a fucking <laughs> early haircut. That's like our best receiver. It's some like white dude who's it's like. Supposed to be, it's supposed up. to be Carter. It's supposed to be Carter from NC State. 
He's been fine. He's been hurt, but he's not he's not breaking away from anybody in space. No. He's supposed yeah. to be like the red zone threat, like the tall jump guy, jump ball guy, but Cole Taylor's just that instead. Yeah, he's, he's been, fine Cole Taylor's been good. But I mean, I think we'll we'll get the true test this weekend. If West Virginia hangs with or beats TCU on the road. All depends, if Garrett Green's healthy, it's a pretty good chance that they can I stay don't in think it. he will be. Dude, it's only I mean, that's an ankle injury. You gotta get back after a couple weeks with an ankle injury. If that's high ankle, that's long. He's not a running. I mean, I understand running's a part of his game, but yeah, I think I think he, I think the runner is okay. Go ahead. I know. I just think we. I think we see him. That he was warming up last week. It seemed like they were trying to make it was a true game time because he was still out there, dude. That was not a true game time, bro. That was there was I told I from the minute that injury happened, it's like okay, well he's instantly gone next week. Like didn't even think about it. This week I will think about it. I will entertain the idea. Yeah, not last week. I can't believe we I won. I watched Green... every second of that game. That was a terrible game, but it was, it was fun. so ugly, bro. Our defense might actually be good, though. Is the the defense is actually pretty good. Yeah. But if Garrett Green comes back and the line stays around 12 and a half, I'll think about it. I'll think about taking it. What, the? The Mountaineers. Okay. You want to get in? I don't know how much time we have. You want to get into picks? Yeah, let's get in, buddy. Okay. All right. Um. All right. So... Did the recap already. Frankie, you are definitely on the T-Bucks, my man. You are 12.4 units, which is just insanity. So go ahead, man. Give me your first pick. If I was a $25 better, what would that be? 25 times 12. I got 25 times 10. 300. Yeah, it's 300, yeah. It's pretty nice. You're huge. If if you were a $25, maybe add a zero after that. Yeah. Um, I have one, two, three, four plays, and I'm leaving a slot open to take my favorite out of yours. Okay. I got five, so go ahead. Uh, starting off, I have Georgia Southern minus six and a half playing a home game against Coastal Carolina. CCU later. Uh, this is not your father's Coastal Carolina team with Jamie Chadwell leaving has taken a lot out of Coastal Carolina. And I I'm really, really impressed with Georgia Southern. I mean, they hung 40 last week. I know it was against ball state, but 40 is 40. Uh, and that very much impressed me. I've been high on Georgia Southern all year. I have their team total over. I put that in the off season. Um, again, this is not the central, this is not the coastal Carolina that everyone remembers. It is, they see Grayson McCall is still there and they say, Oh, okay, cool. Um, this line is moving in favor of, uh, Georgia Southern or, 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 or like the public is betting with coastal is what I'm saying. Yeah. People, I even fell prey to that last guy back coast on a Friday just to see it. And, uh, they got yeah. killed by Georgia State, who everyone would thought like, oh, Sean Elliott might get fired at the beginning of the year, and they killed him. That was at Turner. That was hundred percent on me. And that's is that a one unit play? That's a one unit play. Georgia Southern, Gasso. Let's go minus six and a half. Yes, sir. Under the touchdown. To. I'm gonna go to my first one unit play, and it's a pretty disgusting play. It's a matchup of uh, teams that have a combined one win. So give me, give me Utah State, UConn under fifty two. Wow. UConn's offense is terrible. I know Utah State likes to score, but they are going on the road. Twelve o'clock. That's a sleepy start game for Utah State. Uh, yeah. I did not. I thought this game was going to be in the forties, um, just from watching how bad UConn's offense has been. I know Utah State can probably hang 35-38, but that's still expecting UConn to score ten fourteen. Yeah, I don't think it gets over that fifty-two number. Early start on the road. This looks to me like a game that's going to maybe stay in the low 40s. Uh, getting that extra 12 points is great. So give me UConn, uh, Utah State under 52. I like that. Okay. okay. I maybe check the weather in, in stores, Connecticut. That could only help. Uh, my next one, 
is uh, team total over. Uh, in my opinion, the second best team in the Big 12 is playing one of the worst teams in the Big 12. Uh, Oklahoma's uh, team total is 34 and a half uh, at home. Uh, again, I like their high-powered offense, and Iowa State stinks. That's really it. So you're taking Oklahoma's offense has worried me. It seems like they don't. They seems like they can score when they want to, but it's like it doesn't seem like they throw it in gear. That Cincinnati game, they threw it. They were pretty lazy in that Cincinnati game. I did watch a yeah. lot of that. It seems like the only time they woke up was when Cincinnati made it close and they had a quick scoring drive, and then after that, they just took their foot off the gas. It's like they have the ability to do it. Yeah, but, that, but can I say this that uh, the defense for Oklahoma does not look like old Oklahoma. Like it's actually a solid defense now. That's Venables. You knew you knew eventually that thing exactly. was exactly exactly. And, and once again, Iowa State not great, and that's another one unit play. That's one unit. So get me to thirty. The drive to thirty five. Drive to thirty five. I got I got that TCU thirty four and a half hook me. So I'm a, I'm terrified of that number. Uh, the next one I like is a one unit play. It's Memphis minus three and a half. Look at uh, that against Boise State. I just I don't like Boise State. I they've had a few really their wins aren't great. They're coming off uh they're coming off a pretty tough road game and they're going to come off or go into Memphis on the road at a four o'clock sleepy game. Memphis the offense isn't the typical Memphis. But I think if Memphis gets up 10-14, Boise State cannot get back in this game. Yeah. I once again expected this number to be around six or seven. I think it less than a, less than a, a touchdown, especially getting off that four, which is great. Uh, I think Memphis at home, I think that's an easy seven to ten point win. And like I said, Boise State, if they get behind, the game's over. And you love taking the home teams that can do that, especially under seven. Agreed. So give me Memphis uh, minus three and a half, one unit play. I like that, man. I got two more picks, both two units. And we have Thank nine me. minutes left before we get shut off. We got it. Uh, this next one, man. Uh, what is this? A nine a.m. local kick? What do you got? You're going <laughs> USC, USC, Colorado. Yeah. Over. I have I have USC first half minus eleven and a half. I like that. I like it too. Uh, it being so early scares me that they're gonna be asleep. Um, yeah. Everybody. So I was listening to a podcast today that made a good point. When you are a top team, you get everybody's fastball. You get everybody's best shot. And when you're Colorado, who's like a mid-70 ranking team, but you talk the way you talk and act the way you act, you're going to get everybody's fastball. Except you don't have the bullets to keep. Like, you can't keep mm-hmm. in this in this match. And this is so, Caleb Williams' showcase game. And, the, and that's another part that they made, is that, like, Bo Nix and Caleb Williams can put up Heisman numbers against Colorado, mm-hmm. and it gets notoriety before yeah. Colorado starts to suck, which they're going to, and everyone's like, oh, that win doesn't mean anything. The TCU win still baffles me, mm-hmm. by the way. It, completely weird game. I think it was just a combination of TCU not knowing what offense they're going to play in Colorado. Like, just giving up Colorado, Sanders was unbelievable that game. Yeah, he was. So, and I mean, Travis Hunter, Travis Hunter was insane that game. Too. Travis Hunter was great, and I like that pick. I'm probably actually going to tail that off pod. I'm probably going to go 11 and a half, first half. Like that. Six and a half, first quarter, by the way. Might look at that too. I might. I, sp- I I dabbled on that. I might do a ladder with that. I might kind of just climb that. I might do six and a half, eleven. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like well, that's how you bet when you're limited and you can't put. You're like that's right. Game, first quarter, keep, first like, half, doing half, that shit. first half, second, third quarter, fourth quarter, second half game. <laughs> all right, I got this. Is my uh, I'm gonna do an alt spread parlay because they've been hitting. You okay, know I mean. I'm gonna write this down. This might have to be the one I'm trailing you. Notre Dame minus zero point five against Duke. 
Um, okay. I think everybody, Notre Dame, this is going to be a big, big, big bounce back game for Notre Dame. They're not going to lose two in a row. Uh, this team knew how close they were to Ohio State, and they knew that if they have any chance of staying in this race, they got to boat race teams because that USC win's not enough to get them over the hump. So going on the road against Duke, I think everyone got good scared against, against Clemson that Duke Duke's a good team. I think Notre Dame is going to dominate them in the trenches, okay. and they showed that they can hang with some big-level talent. Give me Notre Dame minus 0.5, and I'm going to link that up with BYU plus 8. Uh, I, BYU cost me last week. And a lot of people jump off of that, but I liked what I saw from BYU. I like that passing game. The fact that they almost beat Kansas other than those two pick sixes, they lost two defensive touchdowns and they still were within striking distance. Uh, I don't think Cincinnati has the gas. Nah, Cincinnati Colton, stinks, man. And it's at BYU. So BYU coming back home. I actually like that. And I'm moving it to eight. So that's a six point teaser, please. You can get that at minus 110. Notre Dame uh, minus 0.5 BYU plus eight. That's a one unit play. I like that a lot, Yinzer. Uh, my last one, okay. King of the Mid-Atlantic strikes again. We're going back. Uh, Maryland minus 14, two unit bomb. Uh, they're, they're, they're laying 14 against Indiana, Indiana on the road, a team that to me is on quit watch. Indiana can't keep up with Maryland. They cannot keep up with Maryland. Maryland is a fun team. That's been a, that's, that's a Maryland. fun team to watch, man. And we've been preaching it. Maryland, I think for two years has been one of our sneaky over teams. Yeah. Like, that's a fun team to just throw in when you're looking for points. And uh, I looked at that game this week. I, I don't know why I couldn't get quite there with that 14, but uh, I don't know. I would definitely wouldn't take the other side of that bet. No, uh, that's yeah. Maryland will boat race you if they have the chance. Yeah. Agreed. Because he's going to put up points and that offense is going to keep, keep going against, because they're going to hit that meat of their big 10 schedule and it's going to get tough. So now it's time K- to- the Caden Prather making an appearance. Miss him. Um, all right, I got two more plays. I got a two and a three unit play. I'm gonna give oh, you my- I've got to take that, dude. I got to ride with the three unit. Okay, okay I haven't me, had a three me. unit play all year, so I got okay. a two unit play, and this is a money line parlay. You can get it actually plus one hundred three right now. Okay. So, and it tell me where this loses. Okay, okay. I want to Michigan money line. Okay, Georgia money line. Okay, Tennessee money line, and this is where it gets a little scary for you. TCU money line. Mm, mm. why you gotta do that do i think the mountaineers can win another game i think this is like this is like when you're watching a really good team in the tournament and you're like uh that's cinderella run everybody's kind of everybody's it's all good vibes then you're like okay now let's get into the meat of it yeah but they got like a three seed coming up next game this is what i mean this is a real game and the offense we can't do we've we've survived off two gimmicky offenses for two weeks if Garrett Green doesn't play, this is a nuclear play. This is going to bounce up to a three or four unit. The chance that Garrett Green can come back and they could win it, sure. If Garrett Green plays, make this a one unit play. If Garrett Green doesn't, bounce it up to a three unit play. If you want to play it tonight because you're a huge, play it two units. So that's my that's my game. And then I got my first three unit play Let's go. of the year. Let's go. And it's one of those games where it was a team that I was super high on. And that's why I asked you at the beginning of this pod. I said, what have you learned from this year? What, you know, cause you can't just bet off of what you thought in August and September in the game that I like the most this week, this is a team that I was high on and I'm completely off the wagon. I don't okay. like it. I don't like how they looked against Virginia. Give me Louisville minus three and a half, three unit play. I know it's a road favorite. I know road favorites are usually kind of sketchy, wow. but all NC State can do is have Armstrong run that fucking ball. And the defense is good, but it's not great. 
And this is another example where if Louisville gets up seven to 10 points, this game is over. NC State should not have beat Virginia. They shouldn't have been in a bunch of these games this year, and they keep squeaking it out. Look at, I'm just, I'm so unimpressed with NC State. And I think this number is still hovering because people are still thinking about how they were expected in the beginning of the year. And I think this is the last week to smack NC State if before you, that line. Hey, if you like it, I love it. I'll lock it in right now. Put me down on the card. Louisville minus three. Go cards. One unit for me. One unit, buddy. <laughs> that's that's what I like. I have some big plays, but I'm going to go recap these because we're running yeah. out of some time. Yeah. But Frankie Dines, Georgia Southern minus six and a half, one unit. Oklahoma uh, team total over 34 and a half, one unit. USC first half minus 11 and a half, two units. I'm not going to play that on here, but I am going to play that on, on my picket account. I like that. Yep. Maryland minus 14, two units. And we have the DGNYC just lock tag team. Louisville. Lock, tag team. lock it up. Louisville minus three, one unit. Yinzer, he's going to go up the ladder. He's going to go the other way. Under 52, UConn, one unit. Mama. I'm locking in Memphis. Memphis minus three and a half, one unit. Notre Dame minus 0.5 BYU plus eight, one unit play. Michigan, Georgia, Tennessee, TCU, Moneyline, Parley. You can get that at plus money right now, two units. And uh, Louisville minus three and a half, or excuse me, minus three, not three and a half. Don't get by the hook. Louisville minus three, three units. Uh, I'm sick of NC State. If they beat him, God bless him. It's the first good game NC State played all year. But I think I've watched enough of NC State to know that this team is not what people thought they were. So crown them and crown, crown them. They are who we thought they were. Crown their They ass. are. So I think I was pretty bullish on NC State at the beginning of the year, but I, I, I've I've not loved what I've seen. Right. And that was my biggest play of the week where I was looking at that line. I just I couldn't figure it out. Right. But right now, like I said, I'm up seven. You're up 12.4. We're up damn near 20 units. So guys, we, we know ball every year that we're going to win. And last year we were up and the middle of the year is really when we crushed it. But, Anything else before we sign off? Anything you want to say? Well, I would log in in Memphis. Well, I'm walking in Memphis. Walking in Memphis. Dude, that's, that's just awesome. Lock it, I haven't man. thought about that. I've been gambling since I was 18. Been gambling for almost 10 years. Never thought about that once. Let's be huge, buddy. Let's be huge. I might I might add the Memphis on my picket account. You got any last words? Let's get some winners. Tail these picks tonight. We're going to come back next week. We're going to tell you how much money we won. Win or lose, we will booze every single weekend. All right, peace. Peace, brother.